Don't drink soda. Computer countdown from seven. Okay, here's countdown. Seven, six, five, four, three. Two, Yo, thank you for tuning into the Natural Habitat podcast. My name is Mikey Booya. <laughs> Computer's here. Smart plug is here. Free candy is up north. Free candy, say hello, bud. Free candy, can you can you hear me? He can hear us. Hold on. He can hear us. We can't hear him. They can hear him. Ah, uh, see, that, uh, on contraire. What do you mean? I actually have like a, se- a separate deal going on with Free Candy to where I can I can hear him and he can hear me. What? Really? You can hear him? Yeah, we went we went like kind of on the side and set this this whole deal up. It's like a like a side deal, side bet. Wait, you do have a headphone splitter down there. Your headphone got, is splitting off I've into got, a like, Y. Some sort of connection that goes off into the the great white wow. north of Canada. Well, what did he say? He said hi. He said, "Hey guys, I'm I'm here. I'm ready to go. Hey, bud. We'll check in with him a little later." Um, thank you everyone for joining us today on this special episode seven one seven. It's a palindrome. It's also a type of airplane. Seven seven one seven. Airplane. Are they going to have a 747? No, no, you are. I'm thinking about a 717. Mm-hmm. A 717 is, is you know, like a, obviously a smaller jet jet plane, but it's still a jet plane nonetheless. Let me see. I um, just looked it up. Don't you remember that song? I'm leaving on a 717 jet plane. Leaving on a 717? Jet plane, yeah. Jet plane? Yeah. I don't really remember I'm leaving that part of it. on a 717 jet plane, baby Jane. Uh, you don't remember that song? No, I don't. It's because I just I just wrote it. I just wrote that song. Breaking news? I just wrote that song. You just wrote that song and there's no such thing as a 717. No, but there's a, a, a such thing as a, a song called I'm Leaving on a 717 <laughs> Jet Plane. Yeah. So now there kind of is such thing as a 717 Jet Plane. All right. Think about it. I'll give you that. <clears throat> um, so first of all, we, we already thanked you guys for coming, so we don't need to do that yeah, again. Yeah, we're not going to overdo it on the thanking them. No, but we do want to say out the gate that it, this episode is brought to you by Reliefy. Which is a what is it? It's like some sort of it's like a dab pen or something. Like a, something like a, you know, right now you can head over to reliefy.com and find out exactly what it is. Yeah, you whatever can learn. they're offering, we got you twelve percent off using the promo code NHP. That's right, that's right. And um so we wanna make sure that we support them, they support us, so you support them, and then when you use the code, you actually are supporting us. I feel like we're due for like a royalty statement or something from those folks over at Reliefy. So Reliefy, if your accounting department is watching, mm-hmm. holler at us. Holler at Jerry. Let us yep. know. I mean, like there should be like a check coming through at some point, I would assume, right? Like, I think so. Uh, so we have a uh, exciting week this week. We're approaching Lunar New Year, which is like a <clears throat> seems to be like an all around Asian New Year. Mostly. Typically, is it not considered Chinese, mean, New, Chinese Year? New Year? Is that not the most? And I found out it's also Korean New Year, Japanese New Year, and Vietnamese New Year. Oh, so all of Asia celebrates this this New Year as mm-hmm. opposed to the American New Year that all the other countries have adopted. Yeah, so it's the uh, the lunar calendar or the lunar solar calendar, which sounds like a sun calendar to me. Now... Who does Asia think they are to have just a completely different New Year and a different like calendar and all that? 
I mean, there is a strength in numbers, so there's a lot of them. They could have their own. Do you think that there's want. more Asians than there are like people that make up the rest of the world? I heard that there's more Asians in the world than there are ants. And what what calendar do the ants? Or maybe there's more ants in the world than there are people. Computer. What calendar do the ants use? Ants use a calendar based on a shortening of the daily photo period, which is the most reliable calendar available to them. Okay. A shortening okay. of the daily photo period? You know, I was just kind of doing a bit there. I didn't expect the ants to use any they particular use calendars, calendar. Apparently. Okay. So that's exciting. And um, Lunar New Year is coming up. A lot of people are going to be out there celebrating. You're going to be There's partying. like parades, right, where they do the dragon. You know what I'm talking about? They do the dragon <laughs> through the street, like a multi-person dragon <laughs> costume, and they just kind of and they throw out beads. Or is that yeah. just Mardi Gras? No, I think they do beads. They do sake, sip a sake, sip a sake, oi, oi, oi. You remember that? No, I think that's something entirely different. That's not about Chinese New Year? I have a memory of that in my childhood. Sake is a thing, so I guess it probably could be. Sip a sake, sip a sake, oi, oi, oi. And then you drink a beer really fast. I think that's like a Australian thing, right? Like Aussie, 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 oi, oi, oi. Oi, oi, oi seems Australian. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. Yeah, okay. Um... So you guys are going to be out there. You're going to be partying. You're probably going to be driving yeah. to uh, to this party, which is, you know, in an adjacent town where you could see the moon. Maybe you can't see the moon where you are. And we want to provide some entertainment for you along the way. This is a podcast for a drive. You know, this podcast is going to be designed and laid out for you to enjoy yeah. during your drive. And every so often, you know, like we don't want you to, you know, I know my monotone voice can be kind of soothing. We don't want you to start falling asleep. So every once in a while, we're just going to. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, there we go. The air horn. <coughs> we're just going to try to wake you up. And try to wake you up. We're going to keep you entertained along the way. And uh, we also are going to. You know, right now we're what ten minutes in or something like we're, that. Yeah. So it seems like an eternity. You've already, you know, started your trip. You're on the highway or freeway, depending on the area, and you're cruising. You got cruise control on. It's kind of like cruising USA. Mm-hmm. You got another, you know, thirty minutes until you got to get off the freeway and start navigating stuff. Yeah, maybe you're driving a little recklessly. You can, you know, feel free to do that. Yeah, we're not going to tell you how to drive. So, uh, right now you're set in, you're buckled in, we're going to try to entertain you on this drive, get you to your destination safe so that you can party. But before we do that, I have to talk about factor meals, um, factor meals and meal plans, customize your culinary experience. You can explore factors, diverse menus and personalized meal plans tailored to your preferences. These are chef prepared meals. And we all know not everybody has time to cook every night. I certainly don't, you know, like we're all, we're all busy with our, our jobs and our individual podcasts. So Mm -hmm. who has time to, you know, cook a fancy meal, but that doesn't mean you have to succumb to eating fast food and eating like, like junk. Absolutely. Factors gotten you taken care of. Factor meals provides a delightful culinary experience with convenience and flexibility. 
You can choose from a menu of 35 plus. Yeah, they have a wide assortment of different meals. and Delicious you know, meals. If Say, you know, you're trying to do like a keto diet or perhaps you're just into a vegetarian right now or <coughs> whatever you want to do. You want something family friendly. They've got you covered. They yeah. have a, a wide you know, range of different styles of cuisine. Maybe you want something calorie smart. You want something vegan, a veggie, protein plus. And don't forget to treat yourself to our wide variety or their wide variety of add-ons such as smoothies, juices, guilt-free desserts, and more. Yeah. So Factor Meals, you can go there. You can set up your weekly thing. You can use the code NHP. Now it's going to say code failed, no discount applied. And at that point, you're going to want to contact support. There should be a button there or something to be like, I need help. Yeah. You say, hey, I'm trying to use my code NHP to get me 50% off of my first week. That's a that's a great price. And it's not working. Can you help me out? Get this. They'll move it up the chain once they start getting enough complaints about it. Yeah. And we'll be in. You'll get your discount. We'll get the the deal. I mean, yeah. we're, we're getting the satisfaction of helping you <clears throat> eat a, a healthier and more convenient lifestyle. Yeah. So do that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so there was something that we uh, wanted to talk about today. Let me pull up the notes because I started smoking. I think I got the CBD one. Which yeah, that one would make sense get? because I, I feel kind of high. Do you? Yeah, I feel a little bit high, a little stoned. Um, so I uh, saw an article recently. You actually sent it to me about a In-N-Out location, a famous restaurant, burger restaurant, Yeah, had closed... The due, very first one that's ever had to close. Ever had to close. Correct. Due to graffiti? No, due to crime and crime? frequent break-ins at graffiti. their location, yes. and Break-ins and yeah, graffiti? What's unusual is, typically speaking, in and outs are cash cows, regardless of where you put them. And even this one that closed down, doing fine business-wise, making a lot of money. Okay. They had to close it down because crime is just so bad that they can't, they can't in all good conscience run a you know a location where people are just getting you know what kind of crimes break-ins and and graffiti, graffiti. <laughs> yeah graffiti okay i don't know exactly but so that yeah, makes that's, sense that's because in and out is known for being like a christian establishment christian well run you they know hire I mean? a lot like, of young kids good service the, these kids have wonderful attitudes they're they're paid well mm-hmm. and they make a quality burger you know what i may i may go get an in and out burger after we do this but so if you take a you know a young kid that is christian and sheltered and inexperienced and then you put them walking to their car. Yeah, at they're gonna make for PM. easy marks for for some bipping. They're <coughs> yeah, getting they're gonna get bipped bit. off left they're and right. Bit for sure. So uh, uh, you know, eventually, I assume In and Out Corporate decided to just pull the plug, and that's it's it's really unfortunate. It's like um, you know, we've we've seen this crime and homelessness take over the whole state, you know, firsthand. But it doesn't really hit home officially until they start getting in your, the way of, you know, like us in a delicious burger, yeah, or inconveniencing, you know. I mean, obviously, I don't live in Oakland, so I'm probably not going to be inconvenienced by it. But the thought <coughs> of me not being able to go to a Tascadero in an out burger and potentially get a burger like that makes me angry. It makes my blood yeah. boil, frankly. I think that you and I have both, uh, you know, for a long time, either have lived or you know sometimes are living in areas that already have a high concentration of like homeless people 
and drug addicts and people wandering around at night doing shady shit. Yeah, and it's I mean it's a slippery slope. Like first it's Oakland, but like how far off are is our in and out? Mm-hmm. Like it can't be too far off. We're not that far away from Oakland. So yeah. it definitely makes, you know, at least me personally kind of want to like take take better notice of the crime that's going on and potentially do something about it, whether it's at the polls, you know, when I'm voting. Would you stop or, someone? Would you step in front of someone that is, like, graffitiing and be like, hey, don't graffiti here because it's yeah, going to close yeah, the Yeah, I think I would. I think I would. If I saw somebody committing any sort of crime, you know, like, on any crime in at all? property, I mean, not any crime at all. What crimes would you let fly? Um... You know, like I, any anything that extortion? like appeared to be like something like like a mob racket, like the mafia, like a so extortion, you know, like a syndicate crime outfit. Yeah, you know, like a well organized crime where there's different levels and something like that. You know, like that's I'm gonna let that slide. I'm gonna look the other way because okay. you know, you know, like I feel like that's what the mob would do if I was running a crime. Mm-hmm. But if it's just like a like an individual person like robbing someone or you know shooting drugs, graffito tagging, anything like that, I'm 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 gonna tell him, hey, hey, take that over to Jack in the Box. That's Jack in the Box behavior. Okay, so um, that's uh, yeah, that's scary, man. I hope that. It's unfortunate. I mean, are you going to be out here every night doing this vigilante work? No, no. I, I mean, well, I, like I said, I might go get an In and Out burger after we record this, and if I see somebody, then mm-hmm. I'll, I'll go ahead and tell them. I'll, I'll give. I might give them a warning. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just change policy overnight and expect people to just already know about it. Yeah. But if I go there and I see, you know, like a some sort of un- unseemly behavior, I, I might. There is some shady stuff over at that AMPM that's right next to the internet. Yeah, anytime you have a um, AMPM right next to an internet, you're just gonna be some overlap. Yeah, it's bad. It. It's not good. But you could you could go to that AMPM and see if everything's going on. And while you're there, you can get yourself a nice, cool, crisp white claw. White claw was inspired by the power, purity, and potential of ocean waves. Yep. Do you, you know, know that? I did know that. It's no accident that their logo is three dynamic crests converging, a legendary white claw wave. It's a powerful reminder and pretty gnarly challenge to ourselves to live up to nature's highest standards in everything we do. Get white claw. Yeah, sometimes local... sometimes you feel like a, you know, like a carbonated alcoholic beverage, but you don't want all the sugar and calories that go into beer and some of these other drinks. Well, white claw has got you covered because it's a low calorie option. They don't use a whole lot of uh, artificial preservatives or anything like that. So no. it, it leaves you not feeling so bloated and just kind of you know, like beer will just make you feel like you just ate a, you know, a bunch of cement or something in your mm-hmm. tummy and just mm-hmm. weighing you down. Not with White Claw. No. And you could go to your local uh, establishment. You can get White Claw. You could use the code NHP at the register. We're going to save you 12% off that White Claw. 12%. And everybody, I think, I think pretty much every cashier in the tri-state area has been notified and knows about this deal, so they'll know what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, and anyways, like, they're not going to fight you over it anyways. So, I mean, even if they don't per se know exactly what you're talking about, I mean, just give them, you know, the amount they ask for minus 12% that you deduct yourself, and they're they're not going to they're not gonna chase you out the door over it. Yeah, I think that there's some sort of law where as long yeah, as they you can't. pay for some of it, yeah, then they can't. No. Really press charges on you stealing. You didn't really steal it. Yeah, just don't do it at like an in and out location because that would no. be kind of like contradictory to what I just said. Or anywhere near there. 
Yeah, just stay away from In-N-Out in general. But White Claw, new sponsor of the show. Uh, they support us, so support them and use the code NHP. There's a lot of cheap do. imitations out there, like, you know, Budweiser Seltzer. It's terrible. Truly, yeah. it's it's poison. Mm-hmm. You want to stick to White Claw. It's the, the name we trust in the Seltzer game. Mm-hmm. Um, So, I've been watching uh, Love on the Spectrum, That's- season two. Why don't you give us like a synopsis of what Love on the Spectrum is? So Love on the Spectrum is a show on Netflix that is about people that are on the autism spectrum are uh, dating. At what end of the autism spectrum are we talking? Are we talking like the low end? Are we talking talking like full blown? We're talking medium, medium to high end. So, like, how are they functioning? Like, are these people that are they can drive? Can they drive? Some of them. Some of them, Some of them live with their parents. Cannot drive. Can't drive. On like, um, as far as like the helmet scale is to like not wearing a helmet, very much wearing a helmet. Where do they? Where do they? Not fall? wearing a helmet. So I don't none, think anybody wears a helmet. Them. Okay. So they're good. Okay. But they're very, very autistic. Very okay. Like very. Um, I think one of like the symbols for autism awareness is like a a missing a, a puzzle with a missing piece. Yeah. Like are there missing several missing pieces? They're missing okay. some okay. pieces for sure. And um <clears throat> the first season had come out. It was a spin-off of an Australian show called Down for Love that followed a bunch of down syndrome people oh, that were man. doing the same thing. That one feels even like even <coughs> more poor taste. Yeah. So uh, they came out with this American version. We watched that, and they kind of set them up on dates, most of the time with other people that have autism. Sometimes not. Sometimes just with a just normie. A normie, like a, just an unattractive normie. Uh, an attractive or unattractive? Unattractive. No, Un- not always. Sometimes it'll be a good looking normie. So maybe, so maybe the other person has like a little bit of money in their account. Like, what's the normie's incentive? Like, Just there was a normie fame? on this season that was uh, that worked with people that have autism. Oh, and it had like bled over into her personal taste. Yeah, and then she went on a date with this guy, and she was way out of his league. And just a regular normie person. I wonder if she just had like a very low IQ. <coughs> Maybe. You know, like not quite on the spectrum, but not super far from it. Yeah. Could be. She could have just been high functioning. She's really low on the spectrum. Yeah. But uh, they set them up on these dates, the producers of this show. And then film it along the way and then edit it together in a way to where you're rooting for them, but you're also laughing at them. Oh, man. And <clears throat> there's be like a fine line <clears throat> in the editing. Yeah. They're, they're walking there. It's art, especially in season two. Like they got it down to a T. And uh, there's all of these. Oh. Sorry, in case you're driving still. There's all these crazy... Yeah, make sure that you... on the wheel. Come on. There's all these crazy autismos, right? Autismos. Now, is that a a politically correct uh, thing to call them? I don't think... Autismo? I don't think autism has made its way into the PC... You don't think so? ...sphere yet. Computer, is it offensive to call someone an autismo? 
It is not considered offensive to call someone an artisan. However, it is important to He said something else. Doesn't matter. Computer stop. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. That counts. All right. <clears throat> All I heard was it's not offensive. Okay, fair enough. So these fucking autistic fucks on this show that <laughs> Computer, they're following. Is it politically correct to call someone an autistic fuck? Computer, is it politically correct to call someone autistic? No, you said autistic. I don't know that. Doesn't know. You said autistic fuck. I know, but you could Can't just say be- fuck. That's not. All right. It's not illegal. All right. It's not illegal to All say right. fuck. Um, sorry, dude. I'm sorry. I have different shoes on. I was recording in slides the past few days. You don't have the slides on, or the past few episodes. I yeah. don't have the slides. Yeah, on. the slides were making. I mean, we we're really like, hitting our stride to these slides potentially. I know. They broke. They broke. They snapped. They snapped. How do yeah. you snap a slide? I was bringing in the trash cans today, actually. And I'm rolling the trash cans. I'm flopping my slides, right? I roll it too close. The wheel grabs on to my slide and pulls it underneath. And then when I try to yank my foot out, it snaps. So we're talking like a freak accident, a freak slide accident. Yeah, really. It was like Final Destination, but just targeted at my shoe. Are you okay? I'm okay. Thank you. Thank you for asking. Uh, But yeah, I made it out unscathed somehow. Close one. And uh, so I have different shoes on. I have new Converse. I haven't worn Converse in a while. Yeah. So, sorry, my energy is like, Yeah, you do have Converse energy. <clears throat> I do have Converse energy. Yeah, Converse energy, yeah. I'm sorry. Um, so, what were we talking about? Autism. Oh, yeah, autism. These fucking autistic people, they fucking... They follow these people around, and they're sweet, and they're adorable, and none of them are like... Uh, None of them are creepy. Some of them are creepy. But for the main, for the most part, none of them are like, oh, look at this weird autistic fuck. See, I would figure there would be one that would kind of be like the antagonist of the bunch, you know, kind of like even on that South Park episode where they're, you know, like talking about the Mm -hmm. handicapped people. There's the one guy that's like Jimmy's, Timmy or Jimmy's arch rival. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I'd figure they'd have that. They'd have casted that that character who's just, I mean, yeah, you know, he's on the spectrum, but he's also on just, you know, like a dick spectrum. I think that I'm trying to think of one that's like that, but I think they play that role by bringing in other people for the dates because they'll bring in another autistic person to date one of them. And then it'll do this is Sarah. And they'll be walking in all like, hey, hey, hey. And then it'll say, Sarah likes unicorns and blackjack. Sarah dislikes semi-trucks and spiders. And they give two likes, two dislikes for everyone that they introduce. And I really look forward to that a lot. Yeah, you know, like I think anybody... Any person, even like a non-autistic person, can essentially, if you really have to go that far, be summed up by two likes and two dislikes. Like mm-hmm. mine would be, you know, he really likes in and out cheeseburgers and he hates crime. But well, you need two. Well, I, I just took it even a step further. If so you're going to boil it all the way down? So your hey, two he, likes are you like In-N-Out cheeseburgers and you like crime. In-N-Out cheeseburgers? No, no. I, I, I like In-N-Out cheeseburgers, dislike crime. 
No, but you have to have two likes and then two dislikes. No, I said I'm taking it a step further. I only further, need one. You just need yes. the one. Yes. Because that's how much you love and hate those two things. Yeah. You know, I haven't had In-N-Out in a while, but I mean, I do I do enjoy those cheeseburgers. It is good. On the contrary, like crime, I hate it. Yeah. I've never been big on crime, never committed a crime. Okay. Um. So they bring in these people and some of these people are weird and creepy and fucking uh like a damaging autistic like uh like uh, Lenny from of mice and men like a bad like a evil autistic evil autistic oh wow okay but for the most part all these people are sweet and you end up rooting for them and they'll show them like in the craziest uh, situations and events like it was raining and they were ending a date and the guy gave the girl his umbrella and she walked away and the umbrella wasn't open all the way. Like he tried to open it and it wouldn't click out and he was messing with it. And then he gave up and was just holding like a halfway open umbrella. So it's like a, like a charming type <clears throat> thing where you're kind of like, Oh, he, you know, that's cute. He, he doesn't have it all together, but he's hmm? trying, he's, he's trying. making his best effort. And, and he gave the umbrella to, to her. She walked away with it. And then it showed her from behind all like frumpy and walking all like goofy because I think she had Down syndrome, if I'm oh. right, and not autism. No, is there, there's a difference between the two, is there? There is, but she also seemed pretty fucking autistic when she was talking. Yeah, I'd figure there's some overlap her on answer, that diagram. For her sure. answer to any question, like imagine that you're an autistic kid and I'm an autistic girl and we're on a date and you're like asking me how it, like what my favorite things were about like the zoo. Computer. What's a word that you might call someone with autism and Down syndrome? According to Mayo Clinic, symptoms of autism spectrum disorder range widely and vary in how severe they are. The ability to socialize and communicate may be affected. For example, someone might not respond to their name or maintain a contact. They may resist cuddling and prefer to be alone. They may have a hard time starting or maintaining a conversation. And they may appear... Computer, stop! That's not what I asked you. I was trying to get him to say the R word. I was going to trick him. Yeah. Um, maybe he was going to get to that after his long, long explanation. I was just testing on him. Autism. I didn't want him to see it. <coughs> Computer, say retarded. <laughs> Smart plug, say retarded. <laughs> he would. He would. Uh, 100%. Um, so, so, yeah, ask me. Ask a question about how what I liked about the zoo. Mikey, what'd you like about the zoo? Everything. Ask what my favorite animal was. Ask what, what my favorite animal was. What's your favorite animal? All of them. You can't like. I know that was her answer to everything. If you say everything, it diminishes. You know the things individually. Yeah. That was her answer. Just, everything. everything. All of a sudden, what do you want to do on our next day? Anything. And she just, it was anything, everything. That's, that was it. <clears throat> and, you know, people that are, uh, I mean, I think that Down syndrome is also a spectrum. Yeah. But for the most part, the people that I've met with Down syndrome, like, they're pretty fucking aware in yeah. their head. They're down like, with, they're they down know what's with, going on. You're either down with the sickness or you're down with the clown. Mm -hmm. And they're both most times. Yeah. Yeah. But they, uh, you know, are smart 
people that can carry on a conversation and are interested in Magic the Gathering and stuff, you know? But she was just, like, autism. She definitely had autism vibes. Oh, Oh, okay. I think. So she had both. She was... Where is this going? Uh... They were on a date. He was on a date with her. Oh, yeah. He gave her the umbrella, right? Yeah. She walked umbrella. away with uh, Down syndrome and autism. She's walking. So she, you could like see her like, and she's fat and she oh, has man. that like Down syndrome type body that's like pear shaped. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she's walking, waddling. She has the umbrella like halfway open above her head and they showed it for so long. And they like cut the music and they just let her walk away <laughs> and they know what they're doing. Yeah, 100%. For sure. It was oh, evil. Man. That's my That's point. Kinda, yeah. How dare they do that? Like, why are you watching this to begin with? Like, what what caught your eye and attention about this that made me say, like, I'm going to sit down and watch a full episode, potentially more. So Has it I been watched, more than one episode? I watched Down for Love and Down for Love was the exact same format. They even did the likes and dislikes for everybody. And it was crazy because I want to say it was like, uh, I might be getting my shows mixed up, but what got me into it was there was a video of a kid that was on a dating show and he wanted to go to a strip club and the strip club was Lady Boys. And you're watching some strange television. (laughs) Well, it was like a YouTube clip that I saw. Yeah. So I see the YouTube clip. The guy's like, go to Lady Boys. And the guy's like, he's all, I want to go to this. And he's like, you don't want to go to that. That's not what you think. Those women have penises. And he said, no, they don't. I want to go to this. I want to go to that. They took them. And I saw that clip. And then I was like, wait, there's a reality show where mentally uh, retarded people are dating. Whoa, you're going full (laughs) R-word? I meant... uh, Jesus Wait, Christ. Wait, how man. do you say it? Down syndrome people are dating? Special, special challenge. Special needs. Special, special challenge. Mentally handicapped, specially challenged people. Special challenge, yeah. Speci- specials. We'll just call them specials. Specials, yeah. Because they're special. Or specs. Specs. Yeah, I like that. Specs. Yeah. So, uh, what about the specs? <laughs> I don't know. uh so i saw that i was like man there's a whole reality show and then i found out that it was from like new zealand or something and also there not only are these these specs you know like on their various spectrums they're also new zealand these these aren't even american oh so they're already caught yeah they're i mean yeah i would figure like probably that's not that or at least not as uncommon to be on the spectrum as it is here where most people are more you know it's traditionally functioning kind of like a more of a yeah you know general i mean you know i think I, that in other countries they like kill you if you're on the spectrum oh certainly they, like, certainly drown you, I, and your baby you know like i think if if we're looking at numbers <laughs> here and i don't have the the data to support this theory but uh, you know, I would imagine, presumably, the New Zealand's up there as far as having you know the highest percentage of people 
potentially on the spectrum. Damn. Right, you know, right there with, and I would say even more so than Australia because Australia is, you know, so spread out and there's a lot of, you know, like a lot more just dense wilderness terrain where they're not going to, you know, you're going to have to be somewhat functioning to survive out there in the, the brutal outback conditions. So, yeah. You know, like, I mean, over the course of time, the spectrum probably thinned itself out just kind of via survival of the fittest. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, New Zealand has got, you know, probably a high percentage. Yeah. And I looked it up to try to find out about this show, and that show wasn't available. But another show that was available from Australia was called Down for Love. So I looked up Down for Love. That ended up being great produced you know terrifically did the likes and dislikes did the goofy thing where they made fun of them but also made it to where you were rooting for them so you couldn't get in trouble for making fun of them yeah but everyone was like tongue-in-cheek they showed like a lot of shit and some context that was pretty funny right (laughs) so uh i watched that and then i found out that they were making an american version there's an American version from of the song. same creators. Oh shit! Called "Love on the Spectrum." Oh, "Love on the Spectrum" isn't so isn't that's from New Zealand. That's from uh, yeah, America. That's America. So, "Love on the Spectrum" season one came out. Watched it in one day in one sitting. Oh wow! Six episodes. Wow. They're like twenty, so 20 you minutes bi- each. You binged this. Binged it, and then I was sad because it was all gone, and I I felt like I ate it too fast. So like when you get a good meal and you eat, you it wish too quick. that you savored the. You know, I wish these I would have savored disability. It. <laughs> no, not that. Uh, Love stories of these disabled specs. Yes, yes. I just wanted a, a specs love story. Would you Would you call it spectacular? It is. It was spectacular. Do you see what mm-hmm. I did there? Though? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So then I found out season two is coming out. Watch that. It was amazing. They did all the same stuff. They made fun of all the, you know, but it was sweet. And you liked the guys and girls. Okay. Now, there's this couple, and they wrapped up the show with them doing an impromptu duet from The Lion King. Because they go to Africa. They see all these animals. They're living it up. And then he starts singing just out of nowhere. They're just sitting in these chairs hanging out. Gonna be a mighty king, enemies beware. And then she comes in. I've never seen a king of beasts with quite such little (laughs) hair. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And they do a whole, like, piece from The Lion King. You know it. And it was beautiful. It was art. Kings don't need advice from little hornbills from the start. What is that? Is that from Lion King? It's from Lion King. Yeah. It's right. from, the, from that song I was singing. See, you probably watched it a lot I just recently watched it with my than children I did because you have kids. Yeah. yeah, I haven't watched Lion King in a long time, but I would like to. It's a good movie. It's, it's all right movie. Yeah. It and wasn't as nice, good as I remembered it. It'd be nice to pull deep cuts from The Lion King. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yep. I don't have any of those. I just have the surface stuff. But... um. There's a, you know, Lion King does remind me of, you know, my childhood. Life was a lot, lot simpler, a lot more fun, and a lot tastier. Thanks to Welch's Fruit Snacks. 
Welch's fruit snacks. The goodness yeah. of Welch's fruit snacks was imagined in 1980. Wait, 1998. They yeah. had the idea of creating a snack that is made with real fruit and tastes delicious. They were like, there's these other fruit snacks out here on the market, but they're not used using the, the purest Welch's fruit juice that we've all come to love. Nope. And we've had Welch's juice. We've had Welch's jam and jellies. Yeah. Let's take the, the deliciousness of those and let's put them into a... a uh, snack you can fit right in the palm of your hand and give them to your kids for their, oh, their recess. I got, I got sour cream. I left it in my car. I left it in a cold bag. How long ago? I don't know, man. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's I... been like an hour and a half, maybe two hours. Oh no, I should be fine for a couple hours in a cold bag. I think so, right? And it's cold outside. Yeah, it is cold yeah. outside. Yeah, your your sour cream's good to go. Just don't don't mix any Welch's into it because that's that's gonna make like a whole another thing. And yeah, that's, that's weird. That's probably not gonna be that great. No, that's like a. Uh, I remember there was like this weird dessert that I used to have on the holidays back in the day, and it was like a layer of Jello with like walnuts and shit, and then it had sour cream. Are you sure it wasn't like a Cool Whip? No, sour cream. It was most for sure sour, oh, yeah. sour cream. Oh. And then another layer of jello and then like nuts and fucking weird shit on top. And poppy seeds and like all this fucking it was wild. There's the, have you seen Fruit Riot? No. Is that it's like, like a, Pussy Riot? No, no. Fruit Riot is what um made my I think made my my um uvula swell up. It's this new thing. It's frozen fruit coated in juice and then like candy coated it's basically like candy coated frozen fruit like frozen pineapple pieces yeah. and i'm pretty sure i ate some of that in the middle of the night and i'm pretty sure that's what caused my uvula to swell yeah, really? up for several days to the point where i could barely swallow was it the first time you had eaten it? first time i'd eaten it yep dang really yeah, yeah so uh you know i don't know if you guys can tell because we usually record the episode like wednesday thursday yeah, this but is, it's Saturday. It's Saturday. We're yeah. way off. You know, he 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 lost his slides. I lost my ability to swallow for several days. So mm-hmm. just kind of thrown our, our whole schedule on on to tilt, and you know, along with it, the quality of the episode. Uh, yeah, I think it was better because you know you didn't have the ability to speak for a few days. So yeah. now that you do, you're grateful. I'm grateful. I think but, you used it to the you know, best of its ability. I think I'm a, a bit discombobulated with my my thoughts, and, and I mean, again, you're without your slides, and that was, mm-hmm. you know, helping our, you know, our whole system for, for the past few weeks. So it's, yeah. I mean, really, you can blame it all on on Fruit Riot. So you know what? That's not a sponsor of the show this week, Fruit Riot. Um, and I kind of want to try it though. You should try it and see if I mean because if it happens to you also, then oh. we got a lawsuit on our hands. Then we get Natalie Coldwater in here, yeah, and we're we're suing you, Fruit Riot. I'm gonna get my own bag though. Yeah, yeah. Did yeah. you throw yours away? No, it's still in my um, still in my freezer, and it was also really good. So like, I might, I might get risk tempted again. again. I might risk it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that does sound good. It was delicious. Uh, all right, I gotta go get my sour cream. So thanks for joining us. We love you guys, and we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Natural Habitat Recordings.